Hey everyone, Quinn here. We wanted to give a quick update that some of the subclasses that we talked about in this episode have since been published in Tasha's Culture of Everything. They're the Aberrant Mind Sorcerer, Order Domain Cleric, and College of Eloquence Bard. I'm Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're A Couple couple of Characters. characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. What are we going to be talking about today, Alex? So today I have convinced you to do an episode on the characters of Frasier. And we're going to make them each into what class we think they would be for a D&D game. Yeah, so do you want to just tell the listeners a little bit about Frasier, which is your favorite show, which you have mentioned before? Yeah, so what the premise of Fraser is, is that Fraser moves back home to Seattle. He is in the show Cheers, which is set in Boston. Mm-hmm. And after that show ended, this is a spinoff, and he goes home and his father, Marty, who is a police officer, gets shot in the hip recently and kind of can't take care of himself anymore. So he ends up moving in with Frasier. And so Frasier comes home, you know, to Seattle to restart his life. And then he has the kind of the burden in Frasier's eyes of taking care of his father. At least at the start of the show. Yeah, for sure. And then the other, uh, so when Frasier gets home, he starts a radio show where he does psychiatry because he is a psychiatrist. So he does, you know, a couple hours a day where people can call in. It's like an NPR show. I mean, it's a Seattle-based public radio yeah or talk radio show sure sure and then fraser's younger brother niles lives in seattle with him and niles is kind of the he's kind of a lot like fraser he's also a psychiatrist but he's you know he's kind of i think what fraser wishes he could be yes i agree because niles is married to a rich woman they live in a mansion he's a prominent psychiatrist in seattle He's in all the wine clubs and all, you know, sees the opera and all that stuff. Yes, he's he's Frasier to the extreme. He's high society. Yes. Yeah. And then we have Marty, who is their dad, who is kind of the opposite, a very blue-collar guy, very down-to-earth, will love sports, you know, loves beer, whereas Niles and Frasier are always drinking sherry and talking about operas, you know. Yes. Kind of that dynamic there is very fun. Yeah. The other two characters that are prominent that we're going to probably make uh, into D&D characters today are Roz, who is Fraser's producer. And Roz is like, I think she's your favorite character. So why don't you tell people about Roz? Yeah, so Roz is an independent woman who embraces her, like, her independence and her sexuality. She's good at what she does at her job. Um, she's very successful. And she just is... I think a very feminist character. Yes. And then our last character is Daphne, who is, uh, she lives with Fraser and Marty in Fraser's condo, and she is a home healthcare worker at the start, so she kind of helps Marty with physical therapy and his rehabilitation of his uh, gunshot wound that he got that forced him to retire. And she also kind of 
later on becomes more of like a maid as well than just a home health care worker. Like she kind of does everything there, but she's always around and she's a lot of fun too. Yeah. I would call her a housekeeper. That is, yeah, probably the proper term. Yes. But first, it's time for a random encounter. All right. This is a fairly new segment where we briefly... (laughs) Briefly. Keep that in mind. Talk about characters we've encountered outside of RPGs, like in TV, movies, books, video games, etc. Alex, do you have any characters you'd like to talk about today? Yeah, so I brought one this week that is Maya, who is the main character of the book The Goblin Emperor by Catherine Addison. Maya's the fourth son of the emperor... And the emperor and his three eldest sons die in a, like an airship crash. And then Maya all of a sudden has become the emperor. And it's really him dealing with it. And he's kind of been spurned by his father because he's half goblin. And he's half elf. So most of the nobility's elves. And then he kind of is thrust into, now I'm half goblin trying to rule these elves. And it's kind of the dynamic of that. And he's a very fun character. Okay, yeah, and he was raised outside of there, so he's very... Yeah, he was basically... He was completely outside of, like, all the aristocracy and all of those kinds of political machinations. Right, so he really doesn't understand a lot about the court and, like, how court politics works and stuff, so it's kind of him going through that process. Okay. And then what about you, Quinn? Did you have a... Some character you encountered this last two weeks that you can talk about? Of course. So I have been obsessed with the Lunar Chronicles by Marissa Meyer lately. I really love all of the protagonists, but today I want to focus on Cress, who is um, mostly talked about in the third book called Cress. And um, I don't want to give too much away, but she was isolated in a satellite for many years. And once she gets free, she experiences agoraphobia because she's out in the greater world and she's, you know, been confined to a small space. And she gets really overwhelmed when there are a lot of people around because she hasn't really been around a bunch of people. And I just found it very relatable that she was experiencing all of this anxiety. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, it's nice to see some representation of mental health issues in a main character of a book. Yeah. All right, now that the encounter is over, let's start choosing classes for the Frasier cast. Sounds good. So I think we should start off with Frasier. So Definitely. As I think people understand who Frasier is. He's mm-hmm. a psychiatrist. He's very vain. He's he always, is very vain. He's kind of always looking for love, I think, is like maybe his main story arc throughout the seasons. I would agree with that. He's looking for love, and he's very bad at it. Yep. So, all right, what did you think that Fader should be? What class and maybe archetype within that class? So, he's a bard, obviously. I agree 100%, I think, bard. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking College of Lore because he prides himself on knowing a little bit about everything, but he also, I feel like, isn't truly an expert in anything. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. College of Lore bards also pursue beauty, which Frasier, he's obsessed with aesthetics. He's always looking for the perfect piece of furniture, the perfect piece of art. Like, there's many episodes centered around those things. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good fit for him. Yeah, one of the early episodes, he buys a piece of art by this artist, and then he has a dinner party where he 
like he's trying to showcase artist. it and then it turns out that she didn't paint it and it's sort of fraudulent and it's like him dealing with like i love this painting but i it's not it's not authentic. what i thought it was yeah it's not authentic yeah. so it, i'm not even gonna have it in my house yes that's how much of a snob he is yeah and yes, really, just to give the listeners, if you want to check out Fraser, just know you probably won't like the Fraser character by the end of, well, maybe by the end of the series, you kind of sympathize with them a little bit, but a lot of the times. Yeah, he is my least favorite main character. Yep. <laughs> of the five. <laughs> yes. Same. All right. And for me, so I was also thinking Bard for mm-hmm. Fraser. And I found a College of Eloquence online. So I am going to disagree with you on this one. Well, hang on. Hang on. I know why. But let me finish. Okay. Because I was going to say, I believe Fraser thinks he's College of Eloquence, but is actually (laughs) definitely not. Because he oftentimes will put his foot in his own mouth and say the wrong thing, but he loves to think that he is so persuasive and, you know. Yes, I agree with that. So I also went with College of Lore, but I just wanted to make a note that he definitely thinks he's College of Eloquence. Yes, I agree with that. (laughs) Now for Niles, I did pick College of Eloquence. Okay. Because he also needs to be a bard because he and Frasier are both psychiatrists in the show. They have to have the same profession, I think. And they're they're very competitive. Yes, very competitive and they have very similar interests. So I agree that Niles Mm -hmm. should also be a bard. But because Frasier's in show business, which, you know, I feel like as a bard, you can be in show business pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And Niles is maybe in academia. Yes. And he's also even more esoteric and snooty than um, Frasier is. You can even believe it. He's Frasier cranked up to 11. Yes. I'm thinking that he's College of Eloquence, which is from the mythic Odysseys of Theros book. Mm -hmm. And their whole thing is they're masters of oration and persuasion, like Alex said. And they blend logic and theatrical wordplay, which I just feel like is Niles' whole character in a yes, nutshell. Yes, that is so true. Yeah. So I saw that and I was like, this is this is Niles to a T. All right. <laughs> now that we've done the the brothers, I think we should talk about their dad, Marty. Yeah. One more quick comment, though, before we move okay, on. Okay, sure. I also thought College of Glamour might be another one that Fraser thinks he is. Yes. I also saw that and thought he might be College of Glamour. Yeah. So that would maybe be my second choice after Lore. Oh, and lore is in the player's handbook, and glamour is also in Xanthor's one's in Xanthor's Yeah. Yep. All right. So, Marty. Yeah. He's a cop, so I think he should be a cleric or a paladin that focuses on keeping order and bringing honor. I think that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Or potentially a ranger. Okay. Um. So, before we get into what I chose, we have to... I forgot a very important character of the show, Frasier, which is Marty's dog, Eddie. Mm-hmm. who moves in with them as well and annoys Fraser to no end. And yes. is, he's a Jack Russell Terrier. He's very cute. And so I went ahead and said, Marty should be a ranger, <laughs> Beastmaster. So that's one possibility <laughs> that I had because For I thought sure. it would be funny if he was a Beastmaster, yeah, just from the player's handbook. Yep. And Eddie, his dog, would be his Beast companion. Obviously. Yes, this is what I wanted. However, I could also see him being a hunter from the player's handbook or a monster slayer from Xanthar's Guide because I feel like those would kind of go with being like a detective, which is what he was when he was a cop. Yeah, I think it was a homicide detective. Yeah. So like those are kind of like going after like the bad guys and doing that kind of stuff. Yep. 
However, I could also see him being a war domain cleric, which are, um, you know, about keeping, you know, order and following, like, they're very mm-hmm. soldier-like and holding to those ideals. I think there's also a UA class that is a order domain. I think clerics. there is. I didn't look into that one. I just wanted to stick with the the published yep, yep. things. That makes sense. Um, And then if he was a paladin, I would either go which both of these are in the player's handbook, Oath of Devotion or Oath of Vengeance. So Oath of Devotion is very focused on like helping the people and like being a servant to the people and doing good. Whereas Oath of Vengeance, I feel like really aligns with like what you think about the police where they're like order, we're fighting the villains, we're doing all this stuff. Yep, yep. All right, but we think... So I think I see the argument for these ones as well, and they're definitely good options, but I just love Beastmaster because Eddie needs to be there with them, I think. Yeah. And even if you go Oath of Devotion or whatever you do, Paladin, you should still have a dog that travels with you, even if it's not a Beast Companion. That was exactly what I was thinking. It's like, you should have Eddie with you, even if you're not a Beast Master. Also, it's a. We should also note Marty walks with a cane. Oh yeah, because that's of true. his injury, and I think that would be important to keep that as part of his character. He should still use a cane, and you know, figure out with your DM if that's going to change anything. Maybe he can't dash, or if he dashes, he only goes forty feet or forty-five or something. You know, he only gets like half movement on a dash or something, just because I feel like. Well, maybe you could just make his, um, like, speed a little lower. Yeah, maybe his speed's down to 25. I guess I'm assuming we're doing human for all of these. But Oh, yeah, you, me too. If you want to do a different race, that's fine too, but we're just going with humans. Because okay. they are all humans in the, you know, the sitcom Frasier. That's true. Strangely enough. <laughs> okay, now let's talk about Daphne. Daphne, Okay. All right, so I had three possibilities that I was thinking of. Oh, good, because I had literally one. <laughs> All right, what's yours? <laughs> I had a very hard time with Daphne because I was, first I was thinking cleric because she's like a health professional. I but, also thought that. But then I said, you know what Daphne is? Because to quote the show, I'm a bit psychic. I also thought. So I went ahead and found Aberrant Mind. Oh. From, it's an unearthed arcana sorcerer. Okay. And this one gives you a lot of, like, kind of psychic powers. So you get a lot of the detect thought spells. You get the Rary's telepathic bond for free. So Okay. It kind of gives you a lot of psychic options, which I felt like was the closest thing to a psychic since they... Did not ever publish that psionic class that they... I know they toyed with that idea a few years ago, but I think it was way too OP. Okay, yeah. So I was saying because she's always talking about how she's a bit psychic that mm-hmm. she should be divination wizard. Yep. Yeah, or, oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Or a cleric because she's a home health worker. Mm-hmm. And I think knowledge domain makes sense because that one has a lot of divination spells, so it kind of blends the two. Yep. Or she could be a druid because she's kind of a hippie. I did look at cleric and druid too, and I thought about it. I didn't even consider divination wizard. Ironically, <laughs> even though I played one for like a year. <laughs> yeah, that was my first thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if we went with druid, I would do Circle of Dreams from Xanthar's Guide because they have um, 
a focus on healing and bringing joy, which I feel like is a lot of what her character does. Yeah, is that the one that's kind of connected to the Fae a lot? It is, yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. I think those are all good options. Yeah, but I I think think... the one I'm leaning towards would be the Cleric. Yeah, Cleric Knowledge Mm -hmm. Domain? Yeah. I did, when I was thinking about Cleric, I was thinking Knowledge Domain too, so I think that's right. Finally. But not least. Yes, so finally, Roz. Yes. All right, so yeah, she's an independent woman who's all about her personal freedom and women's rights. So I have, again, three possibilities. When you started off like that, mine is going to sound so bad, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I've got uh, Trickery Domain Cleric from the Player's Mm -hmm. Handbook. Since the gods of trickery um, are usually the patrons of rebels and liberators, which I feel like kind of like aligns with what her like ideals are yeah that makes a lot of sense she also likes to drink Mm -hmm. self-professed um so maybe the way of the drunken master monk oh that would be fun too Mm -hmm. and i also feel like you know she's got a bit of fight in her like she's pretty spunky Mm -hmm. so i could see her being a monk as well Mm -hmm. and then additionally the other thought i had was she likes to gossip so maybe an inquisitive rogue could be a good fit because their focus is like you know, ferreting out secrets and trying to get all the information. I like those all a lot. I really am glad we did this because it's fun to see what other ideas you came up with Mm -hmm. because my idea was not (laughs) any of those three. What was your idea? So bear with me. In one of the later seasons, uh, Roz signs with B.B. Glazer, who is an agent who is... You're saying she's the warlock? She's the devil incarnate is B.B. Glazer. She is... and. Yes, Roz is... She is is, awful. B.B. Glazer is... I would consider her the devil incarnate, yes. Yes. So Roz, of course, is a warlock with the patron of the fiend because she made a pact with a devil. Yes. (laughs) That was what I was thinking. That's pretty funny, though. Yeah. I just thought, you know, that doesn't happen to later, so maybe if you ever played this, because why wouldn't you? It sounds Mm -hmm. like fun. You could start off as Inquisitive Rogue or a Drunken Master, and then later on, you know, in your adventures, you could meet a BB Glazer, and you could sign a patch with her. I love it. And then, like, start multi-classing or something. Yeah. Yeah, because I, you know, I really liked multi-classing as story reasons. Like, I don't like to just do it for the sake of well, because you can get pretty powerful characters if you do it. I don't disagree with that, but I think it's yeah. there's got to be an RP reason. We've said it before, and we'll say it again. We don't like to min-max. The only thing we like to maximize is the roleplay value. And the fun. Yes, and the fun. <laughs> yeah, but I think that wraps this one up a little bit. Um, I think that we made some pretty good choices here, so do you want to... Give us a recap, Quinn. Yes. And before we summarize what we made here today, or at least what we think we should make, let's hear from another podcast. Do you want to take a break from traditional D&D podcasts? Do you want to spice up your table with some new exciting systems? Welcome to Control Group. We are a TTRPG podcast dedicating to testing the latest and greatest in systems, hacks, and betas across the wide world of tabletop role-playing. Enjoy our rotating cast of queer, people of color, and even sometimes some special, special guests. 
Here's a taste of what you can find on Control Group. Monster of the Week. You are Legolas. Okay. <laughs> you need to slide down these bodies like Legolas did the stairs at Helm's Deep. And you need to shoot this guy with a crossbow. And while you distract him with a crossbow, I'm going to grab Jack so he doesn't get his eyeball, eyeballs ate. Passion de las Passiones. A gunshot. A gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly a gunshot rings out. On Dom's, on, Dom's, on Dom's lapel, we see a laser point. <laughs> Lasers and feelings. People of Earth, your attention please. This is prosthetic Vogon Jelts at the Galactic Hyperspace Planning Council. As you will no doubt be aware, the plans for development of the outlying regions of the galaxy require the building of a hyperspatial express route through your star system. And regrettably, your planet is one of those scheduled for demolition. The process will take slightly less than two of your Earth minutes. Thank you. Catch all of these in systems we've even created ourselves over at Control Group Pod. That's CTRL, just like the key on your keyboard. And we're back. <laughs> yes, we are back. And let's just summarize what we came up with. So... We both agreed that Fraser thinks he is College of Eloquence or potentially College of Glamour, but really he is College of Lore because mm-hmm. he's not as awesome as he thinks he is. <laughs> not that College of Lore is bad. I just feel like they're more general than uh, some of these other ones that are a little bit more specialized. Right, because he is knowledgeable yeah. in a lot of things, so I think it fits. Yeah. And, and I definitely think that for sure he thinks he's more eloquent than he is, mm-hmm. and he definitely thinks he's more sexy than he is which would be the (laughs) glamour option yes and niles is obviously another bard college of eloquence actually Mm -hmm. because he is um well spoken and more logical than his brother mostly yep yep mostly yes marty is a will definitely have his dog whether he is a beast master ranger which i think we said we were going to go with yeah, I mean, we. I think you made compelling arguments for any of them, so... Oh, yeah, or, you know, you can go the War Domain Cleric or Oath of Devotion or Oath of Vengeance Paladin. You do yeah. you. I think we got a, lot, a couple clerics, so let's, let's go ahead and say we're going to do Oath of Devotion Paladin. Sounds good. All right, and then Daphne is a Knowledge Domain Cleric. Mm-hmm, but also options for Divination Wizard or if you want to go an... Unearth Arcana, you could do Aberrant Mind Sorcerer. Yes. Or you can do the Circle of Dreams Druid from Xanthar's Guide. Mm-hmm. And Roz, I really like Inquisitive Rogue. Yeah, I think Inquisitive Rogue is very good because she does love gossip. Yeah. And I think that is... I can know, relate to that. And, like, she, <laughs> sure, she likes to drink, but that's not her main character thing. And then same with, like, the BB Glazer packed it's not really her main storyline her main thing is that she loves to gossip she's an independent woman and you know very feminist yes and i think inquisitive rogue gives her the best option to be who she is yes i agree all right so i had a lot of fun doing this maybe we should uh do this again sometime we could do one of your favorite shows that way it's a little fair that's true we could do that it would be funny if we did House, which is a show that I know you loved growing up, and we just, you know, do five clerics. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> They're they all, all clerics. <laughs> but you could do, there are a lot of different archetypes, so that yeah. could be interesting. Oops, all clerics. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have any ideas about what you would do for the cast of Frasier, you should email us because we'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Um, or if you have any other TV show ideas um, for characters that you would like to share with us, we'd love to hear them. Or if you just want to tell us a TV show that you love and you're like, hey, try doing Avatar The Last Airbender or something, you know? Yeah. You can find more information about our show at a couple of com. Have ideas or feedback or need help creating your next character? Email us at a couple of pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ACUC Podcast. We'd like to thank John Beacon for composing our theme music. If you like what we're doing, please rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, the ratings on iTunes will help us be seen by more listeners. <laughs> yep. Um, another way to support us is by becoming a Patreon donor, and you can just search ACOC Podcast there. I'm on Twitter at Alex and Winterland. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Naughty Dr. Quinn. Thanks for listening. Keep on rolling. Dungeons call in, toss dragons, and scramble dice. Quite nice. But I don't know what to do with those toss dragons and scramble dice. They're, They're calling, calling again. again. Boop, boop, boo. Frasier has left the building.